Hello everyone, it's your lovely Abby Tagren. Abby, 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 and welcome back to my podcast. Today I'll be speaking and giving like a whole history lesson on the rise of Kim Kardashian in regards to her fame and in regards to her wealth. So please stay tuned for the rest of my podcast. So first we'll be speaking on how the Kardashian family got into the limelight. So in 1994, O.J. Simpson was in a court case in regards to the passing away of Nicole Simpson. And Robert Kardashian was one of his lawyers that helped him win the criminal case against the family. Robert Kardashian was also a close friend of O.J. Simpson. So with this case in the limelight, everyone who was a part of it became famous. And he is the father of the Kardashian family. Because of this, Kim was able to get in a lot of doors and did a lot of famous celebrity children because of her connection to her dad and her dad's connection to the O.J. Simpson's case. She will also go on to say that the beginning of her business career would be when she's in high school and she was working at a boutique and in her dad's office. And while she was at her dad's office, she discovered eBay while she was on her father's computer. She describes that she loves to shop and she would buy a lot of things. And her father, Robert Sr., told her she could buy five pairs of designer brand shoes and she would have to pay him back. And while she would pay him back, interest would be added to that. So she saw this opportunity as a way for her to make money. So she bought the five pairs of heels for $700. However, she sold them on eBay for $2,500. So not only was she able to pay back her dad, but she was also able to save some money and gain back money from what she sold. She made a profit, so to speak. And because of that inspiration, she would eventually open up a shop with her sisters and Courtney being at the head. However, them opening this shop would come at a cost because from 2006 to 2007, it is alleged that Kim and her siblings stole $120,000 on Brandy's mother's American Express card. And we will later come to figure out that this money was used to open their shop, Dash. And the reason why she had access to this card is because she was a stylist of Brandy, which I will later go into. When Brandy's mother brought up the fraudulent charges, they all apologized for it and they eventually said they would pay it back, but they did not. So that's why Brandy's mother filed the lawsuit. However, the case was dismissed and it was settled out of court in 2009. Although this situation occurred with Brandy Norwood and her mother and Kim, she would later be hired by Paris Hilton to be her stylist as well. And she would do this from 2003 to 2006 
And this landed her on Paris Hilton show, which is The Simple Life. This was her first appearance on a reality TV show, and this is kind of her beginning to becoming a reality star because this is where it all kind of began because that's where a lot of attention was brought on her as Paris's stylist. Part of her becoming famous and earning the amount of money she has is by associating herself with famous men and the first one would be Ray J and you guys know she made the infamous tape with him which garnered a lot of attention towards her and this is what shot her into stardom and into the public light. Till this day, she makes about $360,000 a year from the tape, and she has accumulated over $4.5 million from the tape. So the tape has not gained her only stardom, but it also has gained her wealth. After her infamous tape was released, she did get a reality show with her family, which is Keeping Up With The Kardashians, and eventually this show would help her promote herself, her businesses, and help her promote her stardom, and help her promote herself to a larger audience, not only in America, but around the whole world. Also, this has helped a lot of her other family members gain a lot of stardom as well and they've been able to gain wealth from this show. The show did eventually end in 2021, however, they will be continuing a series on Hulu. Later that year and on the show you would see her posing for the infamous magazine Playboy. She would go on to talk about this in the reunion for Keeping Up With The Kardashians this year. And she would say that she does regret taking these photos and she wished that she could have warned her younger self not to be so trusting. However, she later on did say that her mother encouraged her to take the shoot, so that's why she basically did it. In 2009, she released a 3 DVD workout plan which is called Fit In Your Jeans By Friday. And in the promotional video, she said, So high fashion and so stylish, it's very me. It's an 80s futuristic look. And she said the reason why she created these DVD workout videos is because a lot of people would tell her how she kept her curves in shape. And there's a lot of controversy in regards to her curves as well, whether they're real or not. And she wanted to show them how she quote unquote does that. Later that year, she would also appear in her first movie, Deep in the Valley. It was a romantic comedy and it starred actors such as Chris Pratt and Denise Richards. However, it did have a 26 approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And it was produced by Persistent Entertainment Studios. Now we will be talking about the people who she has dated because it has contributed to a lot of her fame. So in 2006, she was dating Nick Cannon and they would eventually break up because Nick Cannon said that it really hurt him seeing her on that tape with Ray J and it just fizzled their relationship away. And it was mostly to her not being honest about the tape existing. Next would be Reggie Bush, who she would date on and off 
from 2007 and 2010. He won the Super Bowl while they were together and this brought a lot of attention on her and it helped bring a lot of attention to her show and to a lot of the businesses that she had at that time. In April 2010, the Kardashian Glamour Tan was released into the beauty market. It's basically a self-tanning gel that was created by the three sisters. And at that time, it was selling for $34 at Sephora. And in 2019, they are still selling for around $79 on Amazon. It was geared to people who really wanted to tan and look like her because she tans a lot. However, she does go to tanning booths, but she wanted to make sure that her fans can have something so they can tan at home. In 2011, Courtney and Kim Take New York premiered, and the first episode was on January 23rd. We got to see them open up a new shop of Dash in New York, and we also got to see Courtney's and Scott's relationship, as well as Kim's and Chris Humphrey's relationship, how it formed and how it was created, and sadly, how it came to an end. This gave them a lot of publicity for their store Dash that was opening in New York. It specifically opened in Manhattan's Soho neighborhood. On the show, we would see a lot of their designs as well as a lot of the clothes they would sell. We would also get to see a lot of the premieres of their stores, especially in New York. There was also a period of time that Chloe came and she helped a lot with the store and she helped a lot with Courtney's children while Courtney was on top things at the store as well and this was also their third store the first one was in LA the second one in Miami and third in New York Chris and Kim would eventually get engaged in 2011 and eventually they would get married however the marriage only lasted for 72 days after and this brought a lot of attention on Kim they brought in about 10 million viewers on this night. It was kind of a two-part series of Kim's fairy tale wedding, a Kardashian event. She also brought in about $18 million in licensing fees, endorsement deals, and broadcast deals. This not only helped her fame-wise, but also with wealth as well. In 2011, Kim debuted a music video at the town nightclub New Year's party for her song Jam, Turn It Up. It was released in March, according to Billboard, and according to the New York Daily News, the headline after the song came out was called The Worst Singer in the Reality TV Universe, so they called her that. However, a portion of the proceeds reportedly went to St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. This was the beginning and end of her singing career. Also in 2011, she released a clothing line with the retailer Sears. She released this clothing line with her sisters, which is called the Kardashian Collection. 
However, a lot of controversy came when she was accused of working with abusive employers to make this clothing. And in 2013, the brand was doing very bad to the point that they had to drop the prices to $10. And in 2015, the brand eventually evaporated and they basically parted ways with Sears. In 2011, she had other projects, and one of those projects was on April 2011, she launched her second fragrance bowl. The perfume is either roll-on or spray, and it had a rich smell, which is like pink pepper, grapefruit, bergamot, and it's one of the top perfumes that Kim has ever made. Till this day, if you would like to purchase it, you could purchase it on Amazon or any other site that deals with fragrances. In 2009, Kim Kardashian launched her first perfume and the fragrance was made for women. It had a honeysuckle, African orange flower, and mandarin orange scent. So it had a little bit of a tropical scent. However, it smelled very luxurious. And it was her first fragrance that she made. Till this day, you can find it because it's still being sold. And also, she talks about how proud she was of herself with having this fragrance because it was her first time making one. And since she admired Elizabeth Taylor, she was so happy to walk in her footsteps. Her third fragrance was Kim Kardashian Love which was released for her wedding to Chris Humphreys in 2011. There were only 1,000 bottles made. Only 979 of those bottles were sold, and the 20 bottles left were reserved for her bridal party, and one of them was for herself for her wedding day, so anyone who was at her bridal party got one. And this perfume was a limited edition, so till this day, it's not being sold, so if you bought it, you're a very lucky person. In the summer of 2015, she launched her fourth fragrance, which was called True Reflection. During the launch party, she made sure that it benefited Dress for Success, which is a charity organization which deals with women who are homeless and they try their best to get jobs however because they don't have the right type of clothes to get the job offer they don't go to the interviews and they don't get the job so she made sure the money from the launch party went to that organization now on november 2012 kim and her sisters launched chroma beauty and the products on that line basically range from hairspray, volume foam, dry shampoo, dry conditioner, and things that are used for the hair. However, because of the lack of involvement in the company, the company did not last and it eventually faded away. On May 24th, 2014, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West got married and this is something that's important towards her brand because she finally got the brand of being a wife and a mother so a lot of the stigma towards her before 
was taken away because she got married to a well-respected rapper at the time. And with her connection to him, she was able to win over people like Anna Wintour, Beyond Vogue, be in certain places, and be in rooms that she couldn't have been in before her marrying Kanye. In 2014, Kim released her iPhone and Android game called Kim Kardashian Hollywood. So in 2014, she got to go into a different facet in which she's mostly used to. So she got into electronics and just in five days, the game grows about $1.6 million. And as of August 2018, the game brought in almost $8 million and a quarter for a Glue Mobile Company. In November of 2014, Kim would pose for Paper Magazine and she was not clothed. The magazine cover was called Paper Break the Internet Kim Kardashian. Although she didn't literally break the internet, however, she did end up winning her first Weebie Award name after the achievement the Break the Internet Award. In 2015, she would publish a book called Selfish, and it was basically a small book, but it had over 448 pages of selfies that she took between 2006 and 2014. This book landed on the New York Times bestseller list. In that same year, December 2015, she launched a group of Kimojis for iOS, so if you had an iPhone, she created those Kimojis for you. Basically, her Kimojis are basically times in her life or times in the Keeping Up with the Kardashian series that are very famous. So she set up a group of those Kimojis and she worked with a Kanye West approved graphic designer to develop those emojis. On the day that it launched, the Apple store reportedly crashed and Kim tweeted, Apple, I'm sorry I broke your app store. In May of 2015, Kim tweeted about her new clothing line with Kanye West called The Kit Supply. She tweeted, for the past few years, Kanye and I have made almost all of our kids' clothes and we have collaborated on a new kids' line. Everything was basically inspired by Calabasas and that came from the dresses to the hats to the sweatpants and to every design on the clothing line, it was inspired by Calabasas and also by Kanye's style. Also in 2015, Kim made $500,000 for one sponsored Instagram post about a morning sickness pill. And a lot of people listened to her opinion on it, mostly because she just had a baby. And on top of that, a lot of people felt as though she is influential and things that she says are going to be true. So if she uses it, then it may be good for her as well. In 2017, she went back into the beauty business and she created her product line, KKW Beauty. The first product, which was a $48 contour 
kit sold out in minutes and she made more than 13 million dollars in sales Kim also continued to add more products to KKW line and that included fragrances and she made 10 million dollars in one day with those fragrances the three fragrances that she sold was Crystal Gardenia, Crystal Gardenia Odd, and Crystal Gardenia Citrus. In 2019, she would create a shaper line called Kimono. However, she generated backlash from that name because it disrespected Japanese culture, so she would later change it to Skims. Two months after she called it kimono and this shaper line would bring attention to women with figure and how they would be able to shape that underneath clothes. In 2018 she would help Alice Marie Johnson get released from the penitentiary and would have a discussion with then President Donald Trump to get clemency for Mrs. Johnson. She is a 62-year-old grandmother who was serving a life sentence for a substance offense that wasn't harmful to anyone. That year, she went to meet with then-President Donald Trump to talk about penitentiary reform. And since then, she has helped a lot of people leave the penitentiary with the help of black women lawyers, with the help of those black women lawyers, and with the help of sponsored Instagram posts, she is trying her best to fund these efforts in regards to penitentiary reform. In 2019, Kim announced that she is studying for the 2022 bar exam, and she has shown on her show, Keeping Up With The Kardashian, that she wasn't able to pass the practice exam for it. However, she did say that it's never too late to follow your dreams, and she was inspired by the Alice Marie Johnson situation. In April 2021, Kim was officially named by Forbes Magazine a billionaire. As of today, she is worth $1.2 billion and has accumulated this wealth through her reality TV shows and her businesses, as well as the endorsements that she does on her social media accounts. That's all I have for you lovelies today in regards to Kim Kardashian's rise to fame. Please let me know how you feel about this new series and whether you would like more of them. In the voice messages, also let me know which celebrity or which person or prominent figure you would want me to do a rise of fame on. Thank you so much for supporting me. I love you all. Please stay safe and healthy and lovely. And I will hear you guys on my next podcast. Bye, lovelies.